It's time for JB and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. is the JB and the General Show. Welcome in, everybody. John Burton, not here. Patton Cook, the General, is here. John Burton in Indianapolis right now for the NFL Combine. We hope to talk to him a little bit later on in our number two. But for right now, we are joined by a very special guest, the voice of college football. Bill King is joining us. Bill, How's it going? Thank you for hopping on with me for a, a few minutes. Patton, is this, I know you've done lots of broadcasts, but as far as a talk show format, is this your first solo? It is the first solo. It is the test run of all test runs. So I, I figured what better way than to have the <laughs> the king of solo broadcast on with me, Bill King. So yes, this is a solo. If it comes up in flames, you may never hear from me again. <laughs> all good man all good you'll be fine looking forward to asking you a little college football questions really not a ton going on in the world of college football other than of course the ncaa and the tennessee battle that has been going on in the courts that's somewhat been resolved what has been your reaction to kind of been this whole uh brouhaha in the media and in the courts between ncaa and tennessee Sometimes these are unpredictable. This one was very predictable. The NCAA had no chance in court here, and they're not going to have any chance down the road either. And basically what the court said was what you've been doing, which is unfettered tampering, negotiating in advance, money promises, keep doing it. It's all good. In essence, in street talk, That's what the outcome of the court case was. Have at it, do whatever, and enjoy. Now, there's other items that need to happen. Somebody, maybe it's the SEC and the Big Ten, needs to get their hands on this and supply guardrails, and it would probably end up looking like an employee-employer situation with contracts and not just unfettered free agency because that's not healthy, and, and no administrator and no head coach wants that. They do want the players to be taken care of, but not under this type of unpoliced vigilanteism. Sure. They don't want that. and So that's what's coming. We don't know when. There's There's no clear leadership to just put their foot down and get this done right now. That part's being worked out, but that's where we're going. You mentioned the increasing likelihood of kind of the employees for the university, where that's where the players are really heading towards in the near future. Question, do you think that will kind of limit at all the movement that we see in the portal, or would that just make it even greater? It depends on those contracts. Mm. And I would assume those contracts, 
will have language in them. Now, maybe not for everybody. Maybe you don't want that language in there for everybody because you want to run people off, right? right. But I would think it would absolutely be more restrictive as far as just packing up because you're not happy with the depth chart and you're going to move on. I don't think it'll be that easy. I don't know what all the rules are going to be because they don't know what the rules sure. are going to be, but it's going to be more restrictive for sure. I want to ask you about Kalen DeBoer, the new Alabama head coach, and something you've said for as long as I've been on the, the producer for your show, how long, how hard it is to really sustain success moving from one coach to another, of course, with Nick Saban retiring. What is a reasonable expectation, Bill, for year one? I know Alabama fans probably have theirs, but what is yours in year one? This is sacrilege, but I think a 10-2 and two season would be outstanding for year one. Mm. Now, again, 10-2 and two there is 4-7 and seven everywhere else, right? 4-8. and eight. Right. I mean, it, it literally <laughs> is. But I just think they've got a lot of personnel to work with. I don't think that's a big problem. I don't think gaps in talent is a huge problem. The offensive line needs to be better, playmakers at receiver. But – I think there's plenty of talent to work with. I don't know that I think they're a national championship threat immediately. And they've got some tough matchups. Again, it doesn't happen a lot historically, but they play Georgia in the regular season. Now they host them, which is good. But I think 10-2 and two would be a fantastic year one. If I had to bet right now, I'd probably bet the under on that slightly. How would you, of course, Jalen Milrow and Michael Penix are two totally different quarterbacks, but that is what Kalen DeBoer is going to have to deal with in his first year at Alabama. How do you think that relationship is going to go next year? It depends on coming up here in the spring. Is Kalen DeBoer willing to not run his offense in the name of our quarterback is Jalen Milrow, or is it I run my offense, Dylan Lonergan is the best guy for it, and we're going to let him win this job, or we're going to see if he can win this job, and then we'll go forward. If that's the case, Milrow's got to leave, I would assume. I'd assume he has to transfer. Ty Simpson, I don't know if he'd stick around much. I don't know that I think Ty Simpson is going to be the quarterback there regardless. But And then they had the big 6'6 kid, who's a very gifted pro-style quarterback, transfer in from Washington, who's there competing. That's what we don't know, is DeBoer, hey, this is the way I run the offense. He does not fit it. He's not going to win this job. I just don't know that yet. One more college football question, and then we'll get into a little combine talk and uh, some college baseball. Tennessee, Bill, um, <laughs> after the bowl game, I'm not sure morale could get any higher with Nico's debut and just the overall mood ar- around the program. Heisman's being thrown around f- for Nico in his first year fully starting. Can they win the East this year? Well, got to remember now, we don't have divisions. That's we're, true, we're out of yes. Di- but, but would they be good enough, let's just say, and and basically that question is, could they oust George? And right. the answer is no. Yeah, they're not there. Could they be 10-2? and two? I think that would be a heck of a year for them, too. But 
No, no. Georgia is, I think, substantially still the favorite, whether it's the division and probably whether it's the overall league. Now, Texas might have a little something to say about that, and Texas does host that game Mm. in the regular season. But I still think Georgia personnel top to bottom is better than Texas. No, no, I don't, I don't think Tennessee is to the point. It's pretty vivid when Tennessee plays Georgia, the mismatch on the lines of scrimmage. It, it, it last yeah. two years, it's been vivid, and I don't know that that changes this year either. One quick combine talk. I'm not going to ask you to project to the NFL level, Bill, but one guy that's been mentioned heavily with the Titans, Joe Alt out of Notre Dame, and you watch a lot of Notre Dame football and, uh, you'll, of course, the voice of college football. What kind of college tackle was Joel to you, Bill? He was a three-star recruit. Very famous family, though. His dad, John Alt, played at Iowa and then played for, heck, 15 years or so in the NFL. And he was listed by some as a tight end. Now, Notre Dame projected him as a tackle. Three-star, and at one point he was 6'7", 240 in high school, gets to Notre Dame, they're struggling on the offensive line. And he's already 6'8", probably 300 pounds his freshman year. He's got that kind of body. He just wakes up one day, right? And he goes from 6'7", 240 to 6'8", 300. And I'm guessing, Pat, about game three, three years ago. And they were already putting him in as a blocking tight end, kind of an extra tackle. And he's doing pretty well there. They put him in a game. Now, I don't remember which game it was, but early in the season, game three, somewhere in there, at left tackle, the most demanding position on the line, and immediately, in five seconds, I could tell they were better hmm. on the entire offensive line. And, again, three-star, but but probably not not evaluated properly. And never gave that job up ever again. And his sophomore year, I think he would have been projected to go ahead of Peter Skoronsky. He'd have been likely the top offensive lineman taken. I think this year it's him or the Penn State kid. He's very good. But I think he's a long-time decade left tackle in the NFL. That's what I think he is. One more here for you, and then we'll let you go. Of course – You're known for your college football, but a sport that you've started to kind of grow to a little bit, Bill, has been college baseball. If you don't mind, walk us through kind of how that happened and how much you're enjoying the college baseball season so far. Right. I have no historic knowledge other than just as a casual fan, and admittedly, but but I really enjoy college baseball. That's less than probably 10 years old in my life, and it started with Tim Corbin. Vanderbilt here watching what he has done at a place where it's difficult in anything you try and do sports-wise. And he used to come by the studio during my serious uh, days, and he would spend 30 minutes an hour with me. This is 2010, 2011 Mm -hmm. in there. And such an incredible guy. Watching him coach and watching him win championships, and watching the players he gets. He, he recruits to Vanderbilt baseball like Alabama recruits in football, literally. Hmm. He gets that kind of guy. And 
Tennessee had been so bad for so long, and then they bring in Tony Vitello, which I really didn't think anything of it. I wasn't keeping up with him. And then in a couple of years, he's winning. That got my attention, so I started watching that. But it would be it, the catalyst from the embryonic stages would be Tim Corbin and just admiring what he was able to do. And then I think part of it was the rocker kid, my junior high, my kid's junior high, yeah, yeah. played against him. And so I saw him when he was 11 or whatever, and that kind of was interesting to me. I, I did, I had no idea. You couldn't tell back then that he would be some kind of prospect. But three years later, when his dad ended up on the Georgia staff, this kid's considered the top player in America. That got my attention, and I just gravitated that way. Well, Bill, I appreciate you jumping on with us. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. All right, Ben. Appreciate it, man. There he goes, Bill King. If you're just now joining us and you're not hearing John Burton's voice and you're wondering what the heck is going on, it is me. It is the general. I am solo hosting the show this morning. Happy to do it for you. Happy to be on with you. Of course, live from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Got a lot of time today. So if you want to talk on the phone, want to text the line, 615-844-5600 is that number. Uh, got a lot of time for you listeners today. If so you want to text in, you want to call, be sure to do that. We got all the time in the world for two hours, not all the time, just two hours worth of time. So a lot to go down today. Let's quickly kind of preview what's going for with the show today. Brad Powers, of course, comes on every Tuesday with us at 925. He will join us at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. All your gambling thoughts any picks you want, March Madness coming up. Doesn't talk a ton of it, but we can dive into it a little bit. If that's what you're interested in, text it in on the line, and I'll ask any questions you have. Of course, the Titans are at the press or at the Combine this morning. Right now, talking is Rand Carthon. We will get to his comments at the 10 o'clock hour, the top of the hour. 10.05, we'll play as much of the Rain Carthon press conference that we can. Callahan, Brian Callahan will talk at 9.45. We will play that live here at WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We'll carry that press conference live, so be sure to tune in for that. And then John Burton, who I mentioned at the top of the hour, is in Indianapolis. We will talk to him tentatively. Uh, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but we are going to try to get John Burton on the phone lines at 1025. Get his thoughts on all the Titans talk going on between Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon. Rand talking right now. Only sports that we had last night here on the station, Memphis Grizzlies, they took on the Brooklyn Nets 111 to 86. They fell last night. The Grizzlies, of course, no John Morant. He is out for the remainder of the year. Scotty Pippen, who they brought in to be uh, his replacement briefly, he is out for the next three weeks. He's going to be reevaluated. And boy, what a tough one it was last night. Lamar Stevens had a nice night, 17 points. But Jaron Jackson Jr., when you've, your main guy is out in John Morant, and Jaron Jackson Jr. shoots two for 12 from the field, had 15 points, but uh, shoot that number. It's always going to be a tough night. Right now, the Grizzlies, 10 games out of the play in tournament. And who is in that spot? It is Shimmy Shimmy. Kevin and Muletown, his Golden State Warriors right now in that final play-in spot. 
Memphis really playing for the lottery, quite frankly. You look at where they are, Detroit and the Wizards right now with eight and nine wins collectively for them, easily rounding out the lottery spot. But Memphis having a tough year so far. John Morant, of course, out for the year in his first year of five in his max contract for $197 million. So tough night for the Grizzlies. They are back in action tomorrow night. They will be back in action at home, so we'll preview that tomorrow with John Burton. Well, let's go ahead and send it to a break. When we come back, Brad Powers, sports betting is on the mind. That's what we'll talk to Brad about and a whole lot more. Any questions you got, text them in. 615-844-5600 is that number. Solo edition for the general. It's the JB and the General Show on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe Psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep 
sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at F&M Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Welcome back to JB and the General Show. John Burton in Indianapolis at the Combine right now asking questions to Rand Carthon. He is grilling him about not talking to the media since taking over his new role for the Tennessee Titans. More on that later, but right now we are joined by Brad Powers at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. Brad, how's it going? It's going. Beautiful uh, Las Vegas here. Uh, never been better. Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, your thoughts, NCAA and Tennessee. The uh, the PP match is over uh, for all intents purposes. Brad, just your thoughts on, on that entire situation that it, that's really come to a close. Yeah, first and foremost, I mean, uh, kudos for Tennessee for basically calling uh, the NCAA's bluff. I mean, pretty much proving that the NCAA really doesn't have much power uh, and just calling uh, for what it is. I mean, NCAA is pretty much a joke right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I-, I thought the end, until there gets clear uh, rules and regulations and a clear, you know, defined path when it comes to NIL and all that, uh, I-, I think anything should go at this point. Uh, so, uh, you know, kudos for Tennessee for, for taking them uh, to court. And uh, not surprised by the result. I mean, last, I, I might have been a baby uh, the last time the NCAA won a significant court case. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, do you think more schools will follow suit, try and maybe kind of push the line on NIL now that this decision has come down from, from the courts against the NCAA? Absolutely. And, 
They should. I mean, if you want to win, I mean, obviously the, the, you're going to have to spend some money. So uh, I, now is it now me saying, yeah, I mean, they're going to do it and all that and right. kudos for Tennessee for, yeah, you know, taking the NCAA to task. Does that mean that I'm necessarily think it's going to be overall a good uh, thing for college football? Probably not. But uh, until somebody steps up in a big-time leadership role and gets uh, some set rules and regulations, uh, it's going to be whatever. I mean, it's the wild, wild west. There are no rules. Couple college football questions for you. Had some coaching news in the uh, Los Angeles area. Eric Bieniemy joining the staff. Brad, of course, moving over from the NFL with his kind of job title with the Washington Commanders. What was your thought on that hire, uh, Brad? And right now, a situation in UCLA, they're going to have a lot of work to do in the Big Ten. Yeah, you know what? Uh, a little surprised. I mean, obviously, you had to spend a little bit of money to get a guy like that. Uh, obviously, Deshaun Foster needs some experienced coordinators, guys that uh, have you know called uh, OCDC, and uh, obviously, the enemy gets them that as far as the NFL level. Now, college calling plays, it should be fine for Eric the enemy. We'll see as far as the recruiting. If uh, you know that, that right now, it's a per- it's looking like it's going to be a much more dynamic recruiting staff than what UCLA's had, uh, at mm-hmm. least under Chip Kelly. So, it's a positive. It's, I was surprised that they were able to get a big name at least this late in the game and, and this late in the process. But I mean. Overall, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's a transition uh, from, from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. It's not like UCLA was dominating the Pac-12. In fact, I mean, they were above average. Now you're going to a much stronger conference. Uh, I do not like the prospects of UCLA, at least in 2024. And I already made a bet. I bet under their win total. And you can bet that now. And uh, I think it's going to be a long year uh, there in Pasadena. Brad, really a guy in Eric Bieniemy for <laughs> four or five years straight. He was supposedly the the number one candidate for every coaching job, and he'd get an interview, and however that would go, it would not go well. What is your thoughts on him as a potential head coaching candidate? I think as a coordinator, he's shown what he can do, but do you believe he can be a head coach someday, either in college or in the NFL? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I don't, I'm not in those interviews. I mean, I have heard that he does an interview well, so uh, I, I don't know what the, the, the breakdown there is. Right. Obviously, this gets him uh, a different, uh, obviously, a, a different data point on his resume. Uh, and, and obviously, he's going to have much more say. He'll have complete say in the offense uh, as far as UCLA compared to, like, what he had there for four or five years under the Chiefs under Andy Reid. So uh, if he does really well, uh, I'm not sure that he's going to get an NFL job, but if he's recruiting well and he's calling plays and there's some success, especially with what UCLA's up against, playing in one of the toughest conferences, uh, he'll get a head coaching job at the college level at least. Maybe a school a little more equipped for their move into the Big Ten. I wanted to ask you about Oregon, uh, Brad. Uh, of course, they're losing Bo Nix, but they're bringing in Dylan Gabriel, which is a, a hell of a uh, – follow-up to uh, Bo Nix. I want to ask you, how big can this program get? I know it's big already, but in terms of national championships, of course, with the new playoff structure coming in, how high are your expectations for this program? Because, I mean, when Dan Lanning is turning down Alabama, I mean, he must like what he has going on. Extremely high. Uh, If I'm buying stock uh, for the next decade, Oregon would be top four or five. Uh, as far as teams, like uh, if we're doing a snake draft, 
they, they would be in that mix. That's how high I think the program, number one. And you got money, uh, to say the least. Obviously, with Phil Knight's backing there, you have the facilities. You don't necessarily have the recruiting uh, area of the country that, that, that's ideal, but you're not going to need it because you're in the national conference at this point in, in the Big Ten. you got the West Coast, the East Coast. Uh, so uh, not concerned at all about the recruiting, and they just signed their best class in school history, third, third best uh, in the country. Also bring in a great recruiting uh, transfer portal class. You mentioned Dylan Gabriel. A lot of people are talking Ohio State, and deservedly so. I'm talking for this upcoming season as far as national championship. But I just find it you know, a little bit funny that Oregon had a better recruiting class than Ohio State, if you believe the recruiting rankings. And I know Ohio State brings in a couple of high-profile transfers, but as an overall transfer portal class, Oregon has a better, higher-ranked transfer portal class than Ohio State, and the Ducks get Ohio State at home. So right now, odds on favor to, to win the Big Ten as far as I'm concerned, or at least the most likely to be in the Big Ten championship game in year one, right out of the gate, Oregon. Want to ask you about one more Big Ten team, Michigan, who right now has more players in NFL history at the NFL Combine right now. I know I know it's going to be tough sledding for them with the amount of overhaul, of course, the new head coach. Can it get bad for them in year one under Sharon Moore, uh, Brad, or, or is the ceiling or the floor a little higher? Good question. And I like this. We're deep diving college football on a yes. natural radio show here in Lake Pedula. <laughs> I love it, Pat. Like, you get two thumbs up Thank right, you. right off the Thank gate you. as far as a new show. Uh, yeah, number one, you, you mentioned it. You mentioned historical. I like playing on or against historical outliers because the market has a, a tough time. You know, I, I, how, how do you power rate Michigan? They're right. defending national champ. I mean, uh, how low can this power rating go? Uh, I've been I'm usually not super aggressive when it comes to that, uh, but I, I I'm comfortable to say that this is a team that's lost what a total of three games in the last three years combined. Mm-hmm. They'll match that this year. They'll lose at least three games. It's not only the lack of returning production, specifically on offense, only one returning starter. I think the defense will still be all right. I uh, got a lot, a lot of guys still back uh, on that side of the ball, but. Also, then you you look at the the entire coaching staff was almost overturned. That wasn't the expectation when you hired Sharon Moore. You you tried to keep as, uh, as much continuity as possible. Well, that didn't happen. Most guys ended up leaving regardless. So I'm worried about that. And then I think most importantly, schedule. You know, when we mentioned Michigan's schedule the last couple of years, very uh, the, the, you know, the, it was very advantageous for Michigan. Right. Uh, not so much this year. But when you're playing Texas and USC in the month of September. And you also got to play, obviously, at Ohio State. You got Oregon. I mean, in my power rings right now, they play three of the top four teams wow. uh, in, in Texas, Oregon, and Ohio State. I think they lose all three of those games, and we'll see if they can run the table in the other ones. But uh, under nine and a half, Michigan's win total right now, FanDuel. Love it. I've made that bet. One more, and it's my weekly promise to you for a Vanderbilt <laughs> question. Uh, Clark Lee uh, came out with some comments actually this morning regarding. He's taken over the defense. He will be the defensive coordinator this year. Your expectations on that, and Brad, what does it usually mean when the when the head coach is taking over the reins of the defense? Is it the kiss of death for the for, for the following year? Yeah, I think it is. Now, look, I think Clark Lee's an excellent defensive coordinator. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, when your back's up against the wall, you're going to go and do what you know best and do best. 
uh, and that's defense. I don't, I mean, when you just, you don't have to be, you know, Elon Musk or Einstein to figure some of this out. But, I mean, Vanderbilt's had a, a very disappointing season last year. Right. Uh, and most of their top guys left, hit the portal. So that wasn't a good look, to say the least. And then I think most importantly, you look at the schedule for Vanderbilt, always going to be up against it in the SEC. This year, no different. I mean, they're going to be a double-digit underdog in every single SEC game. In fact, I got them at least a two-touchdown underdog in every SEC game. So <laughs> the question is, is can you can, can you beat Alcorn State, Georgia State, and Ball State? If you win those three games there, you'll go over in your win total, and three and nine would be, you know, in my opinion, right. and maybe you can steal one upset. Uh, that would be considered a, a four wins would be a really good season for Vanderbilt. That's how in bad shape they are this year. One more for you, and we'll let you out the door. Of course, the combine going on right now, and you take a lot of pride in in your spring game watching for college football. Does the combine mean anything for you betting wise for the following NFL season? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, there was times where you could bet a lot of combine stuff. Now, never wow. legally, uh, <laughs> but uh, you could bet stuff. Uh, as far as in faraway places uh, on right. stuff and, uh, you know, how high, you know, 40 times and whatnot. I think most importantly is the aftermath of the combine as far as relation to something you can bet that's more widely available, that being the NFL draft. So I like playing on overreactions, underreactions from the combine. So, yeah, it's it's a data point that I consider, you know, it's nothing major, but uh, I'll probably end up making a few bets coming out of it just uh, reacting to uh, what people shouldn't be reacting to, because right. I think, uh, generally speaking, uh, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. Well, Brad, we appreciate you coming on with me today. Uh, get get your plugs in. Spring games are right around the corner. Yeah, they are. In fact, uh, Hawaii uh, just finished their spring game. Well. Uh, they were the first one on the docket. Uh, we got some coming up here in a few weeks. I know we'll be talking March Madness in the coming weeks, but... Yep. Uh, don't overlook that football. That's, uh, that's the, the baby dollar pays the bills. <laughs> Speaking of paying the bills, com. Bill King tab, top of the page. Uh, you can uh, check out uh, the stuff that's available right now to purchase for the 24th season. Brad, thank you again. We'll talk to you next week, and uh, have a good week. Hey, thanks for having me, Patton. Great job. Brad Powers, at BradPowers7 on Twitter. Love Brad. Uh, of course, you hear him on this show every Tuesday and on with Bill King every Friday for the entire 8 o'clock hour. 8 to 9, you can hear Brad Powers on this station. WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, JB and the General. We'll take a break, and we'll take another quick break after that so we can have Brian Callahan, who's talking at the NFL Combine at 945. We'll talk to you back here in just a second. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 
Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599. 859-9599. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King show. Brad, when that news hit, how did you respond? What were your thoughts? I'm always thinking betting first, but from a historical aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest is. It Bear Bryant is it Nick Saban. To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. JB and the General Show. Patton Cook here, the General. JB not here in Indianapolis right now. Brian Callahan getting ready to talk. Quick little segment here, and then we'll send it to another break so we can play Brian right up until the top of the hour. Go to the text line. Got a few texts. Good morning, General Patton. This is from the General Fan. Um, good morning, General Patton. Wanted to switch gears to the team in orange. Do you think with their schedule... Um, of the basketball team that they could land themselves in the final number one seed and host a region in the NCAA tourney for the first time ever. I'll hang up and listen. Well, the general fan, it is a great question. Right now, Tennessee has got a hell of a schedule, a hellacious schedule coming up here. Of course, Auburn, they got tomorrow night, 6 o'clock on ESPN2. Auburn right now ranked number 11. They've had their sputters in the past and then this saturday alabama 
7 o'clock on the big ESPN big one. That could decide the SEC and the number one seed heading in to the SEC tournament. One to look out for. South Carolina right now uh, ranked in the top 18th right now in the nation in South Carolina. They've fallen off a little bit as of late. I would expect that one to go Tennessee's way. And then Kentucky, say what you want about the Cats right now, ranked 16th in the country. They have been sputtering, but that game in Thompson Bowling Arena should be electric. To your question, Brandon, not Brandon, the general fan, uh, it is, I think if they go on to win all, I believe, four of these remaining games, it's hard to keep them out. Right now, fifth in the AP poll is what the Vols are. You go on, you win that, have a nice showing in the SEC tournament. They've got the resume. They played the teams early in the year that they needed to. I like their chances a lot. Let's go ahead and send it to our final break of our number one. When we come back, we'll hear from the new Tennessee Titans head coach, Brian Callahan, at the NFL Combine. Come back. We'll hear some Brian Callahan pressers. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. It's a really fun partnership to build, relationships to start to grow with, and uh, it's, been, it's been a blast. 
Uh, obviously, coming from Cincinnati, heavily, heavily involved in the draft process. Um, that's how they've operated for a long time. Uh, I think it's been a huge benefit to me. Uh, being involved in that process the way we were, uh, being in all those draft meetings in the draft process, in the evaluation process, um, that's an area that I feel that I've really grown over the years of being there, and I think it's a huge help to me currently uh, being involved in that. So we'll have a, we'll have a, uh, uh, we have more people obviously uh, in Tennessee than we did in Cincinnati, and so I'll lean on those guys heavily as we get started. Um, but our coaching staff will be involved. We're going to have great conversations. It's still going to be a collaboration um, because a lot of times coaches see things uh, in a different light than scouts, and it really allows you to make sure uh, you are evaluating the whole picture and selecting the right player. And so uh, you want the coach's input. You want the scout's input. Uh, you want everyone to feel like uh, their conversations, uh, their opinions are being heard and they're being discussed. Uh, and then on top of that, you're listening too. There's, that's a big part of it. So uh, I'm really excited about how we've been, how we're set up, and, and how it's going to work in this draft process. Oh, Alex is unbelievable. Um, I was with Alex for a year. Uh, really, really sharp. Obviously, has the playing experience to, to back up a lot of things he said. Worked with a great quarterback in Green Bay. A great feel for offensive football, and I think what you'll love about Alex is um, he's got a great personality, and he's he's a, he's outstanding when it comes to building relationships with the, the coaches and the players. Um, players love playing for him, being around him. I think he's going to be. Uh, I think he's a great coach personally. I, I really enjoyed my year with him, and then obviously my dad's been with him for three years, and uh, he would say the same things if you asked him. So really, really top-notch person and coach. What did Um, that first year, I think it was great because he had a relationship with Andy Dalton, uh, and uh, some of the quarterback footwork was new for me. He had done things a little bit differently, so that was really fun to, to get to hear about that process and uh, and how effective it had been for Andy uh, late in his career. So that was probably one thing I could point out for you. Yeah, I think there's an element of, of explosiveness, of speed that, that we can add that would help us. Um, this is a really fun class of, of players, really from the top part of the class all the way down to the bottom. There's there's going to be good receivers, I think, you'll find that will come off the board in the second, third, and fourth rounds that I think will be uh, contributors for some teams. So it's a deep class. Um, there's really a lot of variations of, of player. Um, there's guys that are good with the ball in their hands. There's guys that are really fast. Um, there's guys that are big and strong. So there's a good mix of, of talent that fits. And um, when you're building the receiver room, you're trying to collect a little bit of all of those things. And so um, it's a fun class to evaluate, and, and hopefully we can find a couple guys that fit us. Have you, have you talked about how scouting, you obviously have a lot of scouting, how to have to go back and take a different look at guys and maybe look for something a little different yeah. to fit what's going on now. Oh, it's a huge! It's a huge part of the process uh, in educating what we're looking for, and I think Rand might have mentioned it. I've mentioned it once or twice before, but uh, when you set up these position criterias uh, and you set up these profile tapes of, of what you're looking for, uh, it gives those guys a, a clear vision. Uh, into what they are out scouting for. So when they're on the road, when our pro scouts are looking at free agents, uh, it gives everybody a, a pretty clear avenue of, of what we're looking for. And I think that uh, that's our job as coaches is to help uh, inform that. And then it's their job as, uh, as evaluators to evaluate it. Um, and there's going to be times where 
we love a guy and, and maybe the, the evaluation side feels a little differently. And so our job is always going to be to make sure we have those conversations and determine uh, which player fits us best. But our job as coaches is to point them in the right direction. Uh, it would be really hard for me to, um, to to compare Jamar to anybody but Jamar. Um, he's, he's, he's sort of his own animal, if you will. He's, He's incredibly talented. There's not many receivers like him in football. Um, so to compare anybody to him, I think, would be unfair. Um, I do like uh, some of the traits that Traylon has shown on tape. Uh, there's some things that I'm excited to work with. Um, and then he's got to do his part when it comes down to the to taking care of yourself and making sure he's ready to roll when we start. Um, but but talented player and, and one that's got uh, some development to go. I, I would say Jamar's development is, is uh, in a whole different stratosphere. He didn't need a whole lot of it. Um, but... Again, I, I'm excited about what Traylon could bring for us uh, once, once he comes in the building. Team speed, um, you can never have enough of it. So uh, we'll be looking for plenty of it. I think we need to be faster. We need to be more explosive. Um, that's always going to be part of it. And you always want to have a good mix. You're going to have guys that, that can win in the physical battles in the 50-50 balls uh, in the contested catch range. Um, but you also need guys that can stretch the field and threaten the defense. And those are things that we'll be looking for, uh, obviously, in the free agency and draft process coming up. Right. That whole conversation, yeah, I, I mean, it's – you want guys that can carry the ball. Uh, you want guys that can protect, and you want guys that can be dynamic out of the backfield. Um, sometimes that's one player. Sometimes that's three. I think what's happening is is that's that division of labor uh, is being divided up amongst that room. So you're getting two and three guys that are contributing more uh, than maybe just one guy all the time. And so I don't think there's a devaluation of the running back position. I think the division of labor has been separated um, a little more. So. Uh, that's probably the best way to say that. There's, there's, you have to have good backs. Um, there's really no way around it. Obviously, there's a, there's a positional spending that goes with that. But uh, to have good running backs, ones that can protect, ones that can win routes in the pass game, can catch, ones that are explosive, and then you got to have guys too that uh, sometimes when you need two yards, they're they're going to pound for two yards and and make it hard on a defense to tackle them. So. Uh, I don't devalue the running back position. I know how valuable it is. You just have to have a lot of different types of them, uh, ultimately, when you're building that room uh, for your team. Yeah, it's um, yeah. He's I've I've reached out. Um, I know our, our Jo's reached out as well. Um, but you know he's he's going through. He was at the Pro Bowl. I didn't want to bother him. There's a lot of stuff going on. Super Bowl. Um, but I think that there's a. a a great relationship with him and the organization um, that I that I know that he's always going to have uh, the Titans in his heart. So uh, whatever that looks like moving forward, we'll keep working through it. But um, I know what he means to the to the city and to the team, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting to know him. Yeah, Colt uh, Colt uh, is is a really young kind of dynamic special teams coach uh, be his first time running the room but but doesn't lack experience played for played for eight years in the league um, he's an uh, fantastic person uh, love having him in the building obviously he's one of the few guys that I've uh, you know I've, I worked with for the last couple of years uh, out of Cincinnati so that part's been great um, but really really sharp experienced uh, in the special teams world and then you add him with Anthony Levine uh, those two guys 
battled against each other quite a bit as players, and so there's a, a mutual respect there. It's been kind of fun to hear them talk about their battles, but um, really excited about Colt's addition to our staff. Uh, and then, yeah, the last, really the last thing we have is our strength coach, um, which we'll, we'll jump into after the combine here. Um, we'll start that process uh, next week and, and hopefully um, have it wrapped up by mid-March, I, w- I would hope. So um, the most important part is they got to be here for, for the start of the offseason program and get their, their program in place. Um, so hopefully that gets done here pretty quickly. April 8th. Yep. You know, it's, uh, it's no different than being anybody's boss, to be honest. Um, it's been great. Uh, him and I get along really well. Um, there's not a whole lot of, of, of you know, bossing around, if you will. Um, there's not many people that, that are going to tell him how to do his job. He's about as good at it as anybody. So, um, But it, it's been really fun for me. It's been a dream come true to be able to sit and have a cup of coffee with my dad in the morning and, and talk about what we got coming up that day and talk about pass protection and technique and, and hear, watch him do his job, too, has been really fun. I've never had a chance to do that. Uh, in, in that element where I'm in the building with him every day. So uh, it's been really, really, really cool for me to, to experience that. It's been, it's been awesome. At what point in your life or your career did you and your dad talk about working together? You know, early on in my career, when I was first starting out, he, he had made a very pointed emphasis that, uh, that I should try my own way uh, and not work for him. Uh, he never wanted to be one to give me a job. Uh, he felt like it would serve me better if I had went my own direction and, and earned my way through it. Um, I think that was the best advice he's probably given me. Um, it's worked out great that way. I've always wanted to work with him. Uh, never knew if I'd have an opportunity, to be honest. It's one of those um, things when you got guys under contract and we're in different places, never knew if it was going to work. And uh, we had a conversation really the year previous uh, when I was interviewing for a couple of jobs, and, and he had said that we wouldn't work together, that he was very happy where he was at um, and didn't really want to leave and felt like I should do that on my own. But it just timed up great. It's kind of where he's at in his career. The opportunity to have him come to Tennessee um, is, is really the timing was perfect. It didn't, I didn't really know if he wanted to come or not until I got the job because um, I, I was kind of working off the assumption that he was that way last year where he, he wasn't interested. So, um, But thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to have him and be able to work with him every day. Um, nothing's easy when, when you're in those situations, uh, but, but thankfully I think it was such a unique situation for um, him and I and, and for the in the league in general it hasn't happened ever before um, so I, I'm appreciative of, of Cleveland willing to work through that with us um, I'm sure obviously they didn't want to let him go either and he was under contract they didn't have to so appreciative of, of them understanding and uh, knowing the uniqueness of the situation but uh, that part's been it wasn't no nothing's easy uh, in the NFL when you're under contract I'll say this: you, you can never, you can never replace elite talent. Um, you can coach guys. Coaching makes it makes an impact. It matters. Um, but ultimately, the better players you have, the better coach you are. Uh, and so, I, I will never um, pass up on elite talent just because I think we have a great coach. Um, great coaches with elite talent uh, is special. And so we're we're trying to get to that point. Uh, but I will say there's. There is times when you can take players, though, as in, in roles that, you know, maybe not necessarily in the, at the top of the draft or for top dollar in free agency, but um, where you can develop players quickly and they can contribute for you. Because uh, as we all know, you're going to have multiple uh, multiple sets of players playing up front. Uh, very rarely do you 
stay with the same five for the course of a season. Um, so that development and that depth is always going to be really important, uh, and there's nobody better at developing it than him. Well, our number one is in the books. Brian Callahan still on the podium at the NFL Combine. If he's still on it at the after the top of the hour, we might jump to his press conference. If not, we'll get to some of your texts. If you want to call the show, 615-844-5600. Solo edition of JB and the General WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Let's get to hour two. I'm Sherry Preston. Another trip to the White House in search of a compromise to avoid a government shutdown. ABC's Rachel Scott is on Capitol Hill. A last-minute scramble to try to avert a government shutdown all over again. So in just a few hours, the top four congressional leaders will head to the White House for a meeting with President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. If lawmakers do not reach a deal by Friday, then funding for several key agencies will run out, including agriculture, transportation, housing and veteran services. More than 100,000 federal workers would go without pay. On Late Night with Seth Meyers last night, President Biden was a guest saying there is a possible framework in place for a ceasefire in the Middle East. Some terror suspects could be released from Israeli jails in exchange for female IDF soldiers. That, according to a top Israeli official. President Biden headed to the border on Thursday. Donald Trump will also be there in Georgia, anger over the murder of a nursing student, the main suspect in her killing a migrant from Venezuela in the country illegally. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. 
Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Welcome back for the second hour of JB and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now, 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. Hour number two on a Tuesday, as JB usually says, who right now is in Indianapolis, just got done interviewing Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon. Both have spoken to the national media. Now, usually they do a local breakout. We will see if that affects our interview with John Burton scheduled tentatively at 1025. Uh, If we can talk to him, great. If we can't. Well, luckily enough for you, me and him do a show Wednesday through Friday the rest of the week, so we will get his reaction to all that went down with the Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon press conferences at the NFL Combine. Have got Rand Carthon's interview press conference, however you want to call it, pulled up. We'll get to that in just a second, but first we have some text to the text line, 615-844-5600. I do want to preview as well. Didn't mention this at the top of the show. Of course, we had Bill King at the top of the show. We had Brad Powers at 925. We have one more guest that isn't JB at 1025. It is voice of the Nashville Cats. Eli Gold will be joining us at 1040. We will get in to his new gig with the Nashville Cats. He is the official radio voice of the Nashville Cats talk about that. Of course, the Alabama dilemma going on right now. We'll get into that a little bit. We'll let him go where he would like to go on that. I will not press. I'm not in this business long enough to press a uh, radio legend like Eli Gold. So we will present it to him where he wants to go with it. 
we will let him go. Uh, I've got my feelings. He said he's taken the high road. I'd imagine he will take the high road once again, but we will ask him about his memories as the voice of Alabama football 35 years. He was the voice of the Crimson Tide, and once Nick Saban left, uh, Eli Gold has departed as well. Quickly to the text line, Doug got to meet Doug at the Strike and Spare remote for Greg Pogue's last show last not last Friday, the Friday before that, two weeks ago this Friday. Great guy. Had a great conversation with Doug about the Wilson County scene, his son. Just great guy is Doug. Uh, started the show off with the king. Now I got the general running the show. Starting my morning off with high-ranking sports officials. It can't get any better than this. Of course, Bill King uh, on from 6 to 9 on WNSR, and then JB and the general, myself. It's been a blast doing the solo show so far. Haven't messed up, haven't hit a dead spot in the show. I'm knocking my head to make sure that doesn't happen. So I appreciate you, Doug. One more here from Eric in Columbia, and then we got a a general fan. Um, No comment on him. Here from Eric in Columbia. Hey, Patton, how come Rand says if the offer is right, they'll move down When Marvin Harrison Jr. is so close by and is a a once-in-a-generation talent, he will be be what Jamar Chase was for Joe Burrow for Will Levis. Well, Eric, here's my thoughts on that. Of course, where the Titans sit at 7th overall right now, probably too far away from Marvin Harrison Jr. The only way they would get up to him is by trading up and we really haven't heard Rain Carthon talk much about trading up. It's If anything, it's been about trading down. Then again, most GMs are very rarely going to say that they're they're going to come out and we're going to trade up in the NFL draft. That's not going to happen. Uh, they're not going to give their cards away. They like to play it safe. We're going to play, hey, we're okay moving down if the price is right. Wink, wink, nod, nod. So I, I get what you're saying there. I don't think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be there past three, quite frankly. Right now, Top two picks with where they are. You'd think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to go in the top three. Then again, Jaden Daniels is firing up draft boards right now. And by all accounts, it's going to be Caleb Williams one, Drake May two, the North Carolina quarterback who who was coaching him, Watson Brown's brother, Mac Brown. And then three, Jaden Daniels, a couple other names. But Marvin Harrison Jr. to me is where three stands. So I, I just don't think it'll be close enough. If that guy isn't there, Joe Alt, uh, we talked about with uh, with Bill King. If he isn't there, I could see trading down being a, a definite possibility. One more here before we send it to Rand Carthon. The biggest general fan text in. Is Tim Corbin on the hot seat now that Tony V has created a powerhouse in Knoxville? You hear that dead air? Well, that dead air is very much deserved. Uh, For whoever has texted in who is the biggest general fan, no, he's not on the hot seat. Tim Corbin has got a contract as long as Vanderbilt will keep him now, how long Tim Corbin sticks around college baseball, that's something Bill King and I have talked about on his show from 6 to 9. We've seen Nick Saban step away. We've seen Jay Wright, the legendary Villanova coach, step away. Of course, Jim Beheim, a little different circumstances, just with age. Coach K, 
these legendary coaches that we've grew up watching, at least for me, have grown up watching, for others maybe not, are starting to step away. We talked about with the NIL and what this means, the wild, wild west. It's only going to get wilder and wilder here in the west as the NIL continues to grow. So is the seat is the seat hot? Absolutely not. But is he going to stay forever? No. Uh, Tim Corbin, I, I would imagine... Just a guess here, uh, I, no sources from this, five years, maybe max. I, I don't see him staying around any longer. He's done everything in the game, has won natties, has won SEC championships, and has built the program, I think, in college baseball for sustained success. Now, Tony V is at a hell of a, a five-year stretch now. I believe it's year five uh, for Tony V, maybe a little bit more. Has had a hell, of a, a hell of a sustained run here, and I don't think that's stopping anytime soon. They use NIL better than anybody I've ever seen, quite frankly, in the world of college baseball. Maybe other than LSU, what they do down there in Baton Rouge is a little bit different for sure. So we got to the text line, 615-844-5600. Now it's time to go to the Tennessee Titans GM, Rain Carthon. When we get the chance to hear from Rain, we got to go to it because he doesn't – talk very much so here's rain carthon at the nfl combine in terms of the uh the way we're building and the way we work you know still view cali very much as my partner um and it's you know it's, it's been cool uh, through this transition to get to know him get to know the coaches and what they're looking for um and how that's going to help us as scouts well i think we're uh, we're really deep at receiver um in this draft and, and o-line as a whole um, which are, you know, two areas that we're going to be, you know, focusing on. Um, but it's a, it's a really deep class, a lot of talented young men, and we're looking forward to uh, meeting with them throughout this process. With how deep they are, draft is at both of those positions, like how do you weigh a top O-lineman against a top Again, I think from a, if you look at it strategically, it's about, you know, the value, right? So if you're sitting there and there's a receiver there, Knowing that there's a deep O-line class, it's like, where can we, you know, supplement this this position, you know, later? Um, so it's about playing those two parts off of each other, uh, whether that's in free agency as well um, in, in the draft. So it's about trying to mix and match uh, those two pieces. I like seven, but I'm open. You know, we have to listen um, to any offers that, uh, that may come. You know, our, our long-term goal is to build this football team into a, you know, a consistent uh, winner. And the way you do that is building through the draft. And off of that, you need draft picks to do that. So um, we'll definitely be willing to listen, um, but it has to make sense for us. Not, not really. I would just say, um, you know, my number one thing is, say, adding playmakers. Um, to our team, whether that's offensively, defensively, um, just looking to bring people in that, that love football, um, that want to be in our place. I mean, if you look at the way our coaching staff was built, uh, we got, you know, some of the best coaches available. I think these a lot of guys had other offers and could have been in other places but chose to be with us, um, and that's the talent part about who they are. But if you look at who they are as people and their passion for the game, I think it, it resonates and it's going to permeate throughout our locker room. With $90 million in cap space, how much Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of cap space. I know that's what you know everyone is talking about um, and how much we have, but we have to spend wisely. 
Um, you don't want to just load up and just go, you know, and spend money. You know, again, we're trying to build a long-term consistent thing, um, and, and you, you can't do that spending all $90 million out front. we got to be patient. we got to position ourselves that there are going to be guys that come free in June and July, like when we got D-Hop, um, that we have to have the space for um, and be able to afford it. And plus, we have to have money for operating costs moving forward throughout the fall, which, you know, I think for most of the season, we're in the top five um, in having space available. So, um, we plan to be active, um, but we, we're going to be patient and, and let everything come to us. Yeah, we have to improve on the team speed. Um, I, I, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's visible, um, and we're going to do that. Um, and the name of the game in this league is speed. I think you guys saw that when we played Miami this year, the, the type of threat that they had, you know, with their fast guys, that, you know, just being able to outflank people with motions and the stress that that causes the defense. So we have to be able to match that defensively, but we want to be able to apply that same pressure offensively with speed. Oh, Derek and I had a good conversation uh, on the way out, and he knows where we are and we know where he is. Um, I think you guys that have been around, you know, a year know that we don't really talk about, you know, players' contract status in, in, uh, in public. Uh, but we'll be well positioned to do whatever we need to do. Um, you know, however, when those conversations are need to be had, we'll have them with Derek and his team. Well, I mean, first of all, like Tajay is a dude that we that I just described. Like he's very passionate about football. He loves the game. He's a hard worker, um, and I think you guys that have gotten to know him know that's how he's wired, and you love that about him. Tajay's one of those guys that's always in the building. You know, I know there were a lot of concerns about his knee coming out, and that was the big question this time of year and after we drafted him. But we're talking about a guy that never missed a practice, never missed a game, um, and he's you know, for lack of a better way to put it, he's made of the right shit. You know, and, and those are the type of guys that we want to have in our program. I mean, it, it weighs, you know, because I hear that question around town a lot. You know, people will come and the first thing they'll say is, hey, we're not going to lose Derek, are we? You know, I think I've probably, in my 12 months on this job, have gotten more Derek Henry questions, you know, than anything. So I understand that piece of it, too. But, you know, I, I, have, a, I have a responsibility, you know, to build this team long term. Um, and like I said, we'll, we'll cross that bridge with Derek and his team when we get there. I think it's like with most uh, young quarterbacks, it's getting playing time. You know, being out there, he spent the earlier part of the season as the inactive third, um, and then when he got his opportunity uh, to play, he took off and run uh, and ran with it. So uh, for him, it's continuing to get time on task, um, and especially now coming into a new offense, um, getting him getting him in that, getting him uh, knowledgeable of it. And for Will, it's about creating that consistency. When he was at Kentucky, he had multiple offensive coordinators. I think he may have had the same offense maybe twice, you know, in his career. So I want to be able to create that consistency for him, get him used to making calls, and get him to where, you know, he's making all the calls and checks up front. I think it's I think it's paramount uh, from the simple fact that I'm not designing any schemes or calling any plays. Um, the cool thing that we did is uh, prior to coming here, we had a big profile tape meeting, what we call profile tapes, where each of our um, position uh, coaches put together what they're looking for, you know, at their respective positions, and it was very, 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 very detailed. 
and we were in a unique position that all of our scouts, with the exception of two, live in Nashville. So we had everybody come in the building, and we got in our team meeting room, which is the big enough space to hold everybody, and we locked in for, I think we went with, with the uh, offense first, and that was a day of four hours of where we were in the room going through each one, and then we went with the defense second, and then we'll meet with the uh, special teams coaches when we get back. But, again, that's all about us getting on the same page, A, being able to speak the same language, but then also us uh, as scouts getting to know what the coaches need to make their scheme successful. Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit of a difference. I think there's going to be some carryover on defense uh, just in terms of structure, uh, but the style will change a little bit. Um, and then I think offensively it will change, uh, which is where we, you know, you got to give our scouts grace. They've gone from post-draft last year throughout the entire fall of scouting for one scheme, and then now we're asking them to flip, you know, on the drop of a dime and adjust. And so our, our guys have done a really good job, and that's why we felt it was, you know, important for them to be in those meetings uh, to see that, and we're giving them, the, you know, the leeway to kind of go back and adjust their grades a little um, to talk about guys that uh, under the previous uh, regime may not have fit, but they now fit us. Um, I won't get too deep into it um, just because we're a new staff and, you know, nobody's seen us play yet. Um, but there, there there are subtle differences. You know, like I said, the structure um, of it being an odd front team, a 3-4 team, if you will, is going to be kind of similar. Um, our defense has been good, you know, these last couple of years, and it's kind of what the organization has hung its hat on, so we're going to look to keep that going. But there will be some subtle changes that will be noticeable uh, when we get out on the field. Well, we got a guy named Bill Callahan, uh, a.k.a. Big Coach, um, who's one of the best in the business. And I, I, I really wish you guys could have seen his profile tape, you know, meeting. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a clinic. You know, it was a clinic, and everyone left out of their minds blown and coming to the realization that we still got a lot to learn, you know, to come in and, and what it's going to take to play for him. But I think for a, for a guy like that who's been such a strong developer, you know, of talent um, at the O-line position. It, it gives us a, a little leeway, you know, to bring some guys in and, and him having a plan on how to develop those guys and get them out on the field. When you mention a guy like that, how much do you weigh, like, his ability to develop talent when you're measuring, like, you know, a, a polished, ready to plug-and-play prospect versus a guy like No, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's, it's weighing what's the best option for us now and where we're taking that. Right. So you, you would want if you're you know, if you're picking in the top 10, you want about as a close to a surefire thing as you, that you can find, um, which we won't know that for another three years anyway. Um, but then there are spaces later in the draft where, you know, you could take a developmental guy because, you know, you have someone that could develop them. You mentioned a couple times having uh, all your scouts. Is there, a, is there a downside to that where they're not kind of out in the middle of their territory on a no, I mean, I, that's a good question. Um, I, I would say no just because of the of what social media is now um, and the, just the, the way you can have, you know, access to information, you know, on your phone. Um, but most of those guys, you know, they, they live in Nashville, but they spend a, a great amount of time in their areas. Um, but I, I, don't think it, I don't think it hurts us at all. Back to the offensive line, are there guys that are holdovers here maybe that get a new lease on life under Bill that maybe uh, – 
Yeah, well, we have a lot of guys under contract <laughs> that were here last year um, that'll get the first opportunity to work with Coach Callahan. Um, but just like anything else, we're going to look to continue to add to that room uh, that allow us to get the best five on the field. Well, again, I don't. I've never been in the draft room with Coach, um, with Big Coach, and how he sees it. But uh, you know, definitely take his uh, take his advice. You know, but ultimately, when we build it, we're going to build it for the best way of the entire you know organization, and not just so much focus on on him and what he's looking for. Are you expecting two minutes left? Are you expecting Andre Dillard to be part of the, the guys that get an opportunity under Callahan? Well, again, we're you know we'll cross that bridge when we get there. You know, just again, staying consistent about keeping family business in house. Um, you know, I think uh, you know. I, I think it's you know it's, it's documented. Dre didn't play as well as he probably would have wanted, or the way we wanted. Um, but nonetheless, he's still a talented guy that has some physical traits that you just c- you can't find. Well, I mean, if you look at uh, where Cali comes from, you know, right? You have three to four guys that are that are in there uh, a lot. Um, and that are that are producers, and that, that's an, uh, the receiver room is where we're going to continue to look to add some playmakers. Um, like I said before, we're just we're looking to add playmakers, you know, on both sides of the uh, ball. We need to have people that can put the uh, put the ball in the paint, you know, and score points for us. And we need people that can take the ball away and create more opportunities for us to score. Receivers, Red, Red, uh, Red, one of the things that you talked about when you first hired, before you hired Cali, after the Rabel fire, was that the vision. You didn't say what it was, did. Can you talk about it now that you made it higher? Yeah, so our, our number one thing, again, is going to come back to getting the right people um, in the building. And like I'll forever say, you look at how we built this staff, it's going to be how we're going to build our football team with the right people. But, but there's an acronym I like to use, FIT, F-I-T. And where applicable, we want to be fast, instinctive, and tough. You know, if you look at a, a position like O-line, D-line, you don't necessarily have to be fast. So that F, you know, transitions to being fundamentally sound. And so we think those are the three things that you're going to need to, to build a good football team moving forward. You know, either being fast, instinctive, and tough, or fundamentally sound, instinctive, and tough. When you prioritize the people over the players sometimes or, or having a combination of goals, what things can you guys do in meetings with these players to get to know that person and come away with the feeling of who they are? So it starts with taking advantage of the time, right? You only get 20 minutes here. Uh, to spend with them. So, you know, staying away from the, hey, where are you from? Where'd you go to high school? We have that information written in front, right in front of us. Let's get to the questions that we really need answered. You know what I mean? If we're talking work ethic or if they have any quote-unquote red flags, that's here. And then also being able to get those, uh, get those same meetings in top 30 when we bring them in our building. And that way you have them for a whole day and even visiting with them, you know, uh, maybe at their pro days or prior to their pro day. So getting as much exposure to the person, the tape is the tape. We've seen it. We've seen it in the fall. We've, you know, we're watching it uh, to this very day. But getting as much exposure to the people is going to help us. That was Rand Carthon, Titans general manager, speaking at the NFL Combine. Let's go ahead and send it to a break. When we come back, John Burton, J.B., Part of JB and the General Show is in Indianapolis. We will get his reaction to both Brian and Rand's press conferences from Indianapolis and a whole lot more. Of course, Eli Gold, the voice of the Nashville Cats, will be joining us at 1040 as well. Any calls or texts, send them 615-844-5600. 
Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. It's JB and the General Show. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Maybe it's a overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to move it forward for me. Pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time the mcfarland show with darren and justin on nashville sports radio wna jb in the general show live from the strike and spare family fun center studios presented by the omni nashville hotel JB is not live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. He is live from Indianapolis in the NFL Combine. John, how is the weather in Indianapolis, and how is the mood around uh, the Combine? Well, partner, first let's start with the weather. It is uh, unbelievably mild here in Indianapolis. Wow. Uh, Going to get up to like the mid-70s or so, and uh, which is a win because every year I come here, I freeze my butt off because... <laughs> The wind just cuts right through you like a knife, so so that's a plus. Uh, the mood, well, when it uh, per- pertains to the Titans and their top decision makers, uh, 
it's all smiles and kumbaya, and we're all in this together, and we're all on the same page, and here we go, get ready for the draft, and of course, free agency period before that, but, uh, you know, everything seems to be, you know, sunshine, roses, and strawberry cupcakes amongst uh, the Titans' top brass. Yeah, they are fitting ring sizes for Rand Carthon and Callahan both, I'm sure, down there. John, just a couple takeaways um, for you first for Rand, who spoke first. What was your main takeaway from his press conference? Well, I asked him about like his new role as executive vice president and how much that changes things, and, you know, he basically said, ah, it just means, you know, a little bit more responsibility. He kind of downplayed it a little bit, but I think, I think it's huge. And I think they tried to say it without saying it that, you know, there wasn't a lot of collaboration or simpatico under the previous regime. So both men really emphasized, you know, how they're working together. Uh, Carthon said, you know, Callahan is my partner in this and, you know, they got to work together to piece this thing together. And, you know, the good thing about it, Patton, is the fact that, you know, with the cap space they have, they have a premium draft pick. You have an opportunity, if you get this right, to turn th- this around in one year. You can yep. flip this roster and get back to winning and competing for a division title in one year if you get it right. And that seems to be the attitude that they have. But Rand seemed very relaxed. He seemed very confident in his process and what he plans to do uh, vis-a-vis this off season. So, you know. I felt pretty good walking away from it, uh, you know, as far as Rand Carthon goes. Yeah, it looked like a guy who could be in front of the camera. Uh, I think maybe a, a little bit more for Rand Carthon. <laughs> uh, one more yeah. here uh, on Rand. Of course, every GM is going to get the uh, question about moving down or moving up. For Rand, it was about moving down. He played kind of close cards to the vest if the price is right, sure. Do you have a feel on what the Titans might do after uh, Rand's answer? Not really. If I had to guess, I would say they're they're perfectly content staying at seven. I think they think they can get a good football player there. Given some of the needs that this team has, wide receiver, offensive line, secondary, there should be a good player amongst, you know, one of those three groups at seven. So I, if I had to guess, I would say their preference would be to stay put at seven. But, you know, as a general manager, you always got to, you know, you always got to have your phone on and, and charged up because right. you never know when a when a great opportunity to, like you said, trade down or, or make a move could present itself. But given the fact that you know they don't need to draft a quarterback necessarily this year, at least not in the first first round, at seven they should be able to get a good player that will also fill a need for them. So my guess would be stay put at seven. One of the things both guys got asked about was team speed and specifically the wide receiver speed. And I thought Callahan and Rand's answers both weren't really ringing endorsements of the wide receiver room. What did you make of kind of wanting to get faster and clearly not liking where the team speed is at right now, at least in the wide receiver room? Well, it's what you and I talked about, right, Pat? And it's paramount. You yeah. got to get faster, right? Points come out of the passing game. You got to be able to push the ball downfield. You got to have a guy that can take the top off the defense and, uh, specifically Callahan talking about Traylon Burks basically saying, yeah, I like what I've seen from him, but a lot of it's up to him. He's got to get in here. He's got to get right. He's got to get himself ready to go. Um, but once he does that, I'll be excited to work with him. So, yeah, that wasn't exactly a ringing endorsement. And we all know D-Hop, assuming he comes back, is is not a burner. He's more of a route runner and a contested catch guy, maybe the greatest contested catch guy other than Randy Moss, you know, that this league's ever seen. But, yeah, they do have to get faster. They got to get faster in the secondary. They got to get faster at 
at a number of areas. So, yeah, I think team speed. And, you know, you look at this wide receiver core that's or this uh, group that's coming out that's draft eligible, you got some burners, you got some guys with size, you got some guys that can go up and catch the football. Um, so I'm sure they like what they see there. But, yeah, that's that's paramount. And I think that's something that, you know, obviously they realize and we realize you as a fan, me as an observer, yep. right? Absolutely. One more here and we'll uh, let you go so you can get the beautiful drive back from Indianapolis to Nashville. <laughs> Uh, Derrick Henry was mentioned yet again. Uh, so it's my, uh, weekly Derrick Henry question to you, John. Both guys were asked about it. Neither really gave, uh, a very positive outlook and maybe Derrick Henry coming back. What did you make of it? Yeah, we're required by Tennessee law to yes. ask them about Derrick Henry, right? <laughs> and Grant Carthon mentioned how, you know, in the, in the 12 months that he's been on the job here as Titans general manager, how he's constantly asked about Derrick Henry and, you know, yeah, standard answer. Hey, if it works out, sure, we'd love to have him back. But, you know, and they talked about being in conversation with him and all this type of stuff, and they're not tipping their hand one way or the other. Yeah, I did not get a sense that they were, that they were uh, either one was saying, yeah, we're going to work to try to get him back. We're going to see what we can work out. I think, you know, I think all signs point to him moving on in free agency. Yeah. Now, is the door completely closed? No, but I would say it's about uh, you know pretty 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 well shut, maybe slightly ajar. So I, I you know I know a lot of Titans fans will be very very disappointed um, if Derrick Henry is not able to continue and maybe finish his career as a Tennessee Titan. I get that, but from a business sense and from a, a fit of where they are type sense, you know I think the the, uh, the club is resigned to move on and. You know, Rand Carthon had some great things to say about Tajay Spears. He even dropped an S-bomb when talking yeah. about him. So. On air, thanks, Rand. <laughs> <laughs> Said he's made of the right blank. Yep. And so, you know, I think they're going to push ahead. I think, if you're asking me, Patton, I think they're going to push ahead with, with uh, Tajay Spears. And I think they're going to look to draft a running back, you know, maybe a little bit bigger, more of a mid-sized guy, uh, probably in the middle rounds. I, I just do not believe that they're – that Derrick Henry has a future as a Tennessee Titan beyond you know, this past season, but we'll see. And uh, you know, it's it's a fair question to, uh, for them to be asked because I know fans like yourself and, yep. and and anybody that 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 observes the Tennessee Titans want to know: Will Derrick Henry be back? Well, John, before you go, of course, you're down there or up there for News Channel Five. Where will the people be able to see all your interviews uh, from Rand and Brian? I will have reports starting at four o'clock today. So just uh, you know, lock out at four o'clock this afternoon on News Channel Five, and you know, uh, rip off the dial because uh, <laughs> I'll have several different reports talking about Rand, talking about Brian, talking about Rand and Brian. Yep. So we'll, yeah, so four or five, six thirty sports, ten o'clock, all that good stuff. Combine talk is here, everybody. John, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Safe trip back. All right, great job, partner. I'll talk to you tomorrow. There he goes, John Burton, at John Burton 3234 on Twitter, News Channel 5's own the best sports broadcaster on these TV waves, however you want to call it. Uh, what a guy John Burton is. We'll talk to him tomorrow about all that. All the workouts will be getting here soon as well. Well, Let's go ahead and send it to a break. When we come back, Eli Gold, the voice of the Nashville Cats, will join us. We'll ask him 
about his new role with the Cats, something he is not necessarily new to. He was uh, a part of the Arena Football League uh, back in the day. We'll ask him about that, of course. We'll ask him about Alabama and uh, everything that went on there. We'll let him go where he wants. We will not press. If you got any questions for Eli Gold, any Alabama fans you want to call in, you want to text, text preferably 615-844-5600. Any questions for Eli, I will relay them on for our Cats Corner segment with Eli Gold coming up. Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. This is the JB and the General Show. When we come back, Eli Gold, the voice of the Nashville Cats coming up. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. 
Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Welcome back to JB and the General Show, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. We are, well, I am very happy to be joined right now by legendary broadcaster for 35 years, the voice of the Crimson Tide. Eli Gold is on the line with us. Eli, thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Good morning to you. Well, let's go ahead. Before we get into the cats, I've got to ask you, of course, about your time with the Crimson Tide. 35 years you were part of the program. Just when you think of all the memories uh, that you made in Tuscaloosa, uh, just kind of what springs to mind for you? Well, all the championship games uh, that I've had the pleasure of calling, the wins, uh, you know, the, the, the working with Nick Saban, dealing with some of the absolute best players in the history of college and then professional football uh, all of those things come to mind it was quite a run quite a run it really was you know all you got to do is look at the fan reaction when of course the news came out that uh, you would not be the voice um, this upcoming season and everybody was just absolutely glowing about you what did you appreciate about the crimson tide fans eli because uh, they got a lot of high expectations, and you met those expectations for so long. Well, you know, I, that's one thing they'll never be able to take away from me. The, the friendships that I've made, the, the, the fans that I've dealt with, the memories that we all have, those items will never be able to be taken away from me, whether I'm doing the games or not. So uh, it's been a... A wonderful experience, and yeah, the fans are wonderful. They love their football, and uh, they know their football, and uh, you know, a lot of lot of special memories, no doubt about it. Of course, you're not the only legend who will not be a part of Alabama football. Nick Saban, uh, as well. Eli, how do you think Nick has so far handled retirement, uh, if you can call it that, so far, and how involved will he still be uh, under Kalen DeBoer? Well, he says that he'll be available to, uh, you know, to be consulted with at any time. I don't think, I think he's going to keep a little bit of distance. I don't think he's going to want to be seen as the, uh, you know, the the former coach just circling overhead. Sure. Uh, That wouldn't be healthy for anybody. But uh, he seems to be enjoying. I mean, he's been out playing golf at uh, every, uh, every chance. He's uh, he seems to be doing quite well. Um, he's enjoying time with the family. You know, they the coaches don't have that, and now they do. You know, he and the and the kids and Miss Terry and the grandchildren. Um, he's he seems to be really enjoying it a good bit. Of course, we didn't get you on to talk Alabama football. We got you on because you are now the voice of the Nashville Cats. First off, congratulations to that. How excited you. are you for the, this upcoming season? I'm very excited. You know, um, a lot of folks remember that when 
the Cats in their original incarnation when they were part of the Arena Football League. Uh, we did those games on television on the old Nashville network, TNN. We also did them on NBC. And so I, I know the game, and I love the product. It's a fun, fun product. And that's what the fans are going to see when they come to the uh, Municipal Auditorium. It is a fun product. And, uh, you know, reasonably priced for the family, good entertainment, but good football, too. I mean, this is not, uh, yep. yeah, it's a different game, certainly, but it's not um, a total bastardization of the game of football. There's still good passing and catching and running and tackling and, and so on. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, during my time with the Nashville Predators, doing their broadcast i made a lot of friends in nashville so uh our whole family is looking forward to you know we're not going to live there we'll live here in birmingham but we'll spend a lot of time i'll be up there for three days this week coming up tomorrow uh, i'm looking forward to it because i've got a lot of friends in nashville a lot of great um, folks who i've met over the years and again it's going to be a an, an enjoyable enjoyable product of course, you mentioned your time with the Preds, so you're very familiar with the Nashville area. Uh, Eli, someone who was born and raised in Nashville, it's not the same Nashville when I was born. <laughs> what have, what have you seen from this city that has grown and now ready for yet another uh, professional sports team in the Nashville Cats once again? Well, obviously, I've seen them become a major league sports market, uh, whether it's through the uh, Titans, whether it's through the uh, uh, Predators, now through the Cats, what have you. It's always been a great uh, collegiate market. So people love their sports. If the sport is presented correctly and if it's fun for the entire family, if it's affordable, it's a no-miss situation. And that's what I think we have here because, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun evening. You know, when it gets warm out, it's, it's comfortable inside the building. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It really is. But, yeah, seeing Nashville grow uh, has been a lot of fun. Again, I don't claim to know it as well as I know my own community sure. here in Birmingham. But at the same time, uh, the people have been wonderful to deal with, and uh, that's something I'll never forget. I wanted to ask you, as a broadcaster, Eli, of course, doing college football games for so many years for Alabama, how will it be different, just the game, uh, for, for arena football? You've done it, of course, before, but what are it's the a lot differences? faster. It's a lot faster. I mean, I remember the first time I did arena football, I said jokingly to some friends, I said, man, I got to snap on a, uh, an oxygen <laughs> tank or something to keep up with the pace. Uh, and, and that's what's great about uh, arena football. It is a fast-paced, hard-hitting game, as they call it, the 50-yard indoor war. Uh, that's what the uh, logo used to be. Uh, and it's, it's really very true. So... Uh, you know, it's, it's a fast paced game, but you, you, you know, you learn who's who, the, 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 you build the personalities. Yes. That's what we will do on the broadcast as well. Because most of these guys are known, but some are not as well known, certainly, as some members of the Titans or some of the others. So you, you, you teach the people who's who and watch what, and it's a, a wonderful time. But yeah, it's, it's a fast-paced game, 
when you leave there, man, you're you've had a great time, but you're you're worn out, no <laughs> doubt about it. Need a nap after the game for sure. Yeah. Well, Eli, I, I know these past couple of years for you, just personally with your health, have been tough. But it is so good to hear your voice and how upbeat well, you are. You. And uh, I know you're ready for the for the Nashville Cat season. I am. I'm looking forward to coming up tomorrow. I'm going to meet all the owners. We're going to uh, go to the arena, check things out, do all sorts of stuff. Uh, I've got uh, some appointments with sponsors and so on. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. And like I said, the biggest thing is the people. Coming back to Nashville to see the friends that I've made over the years when I'd come in to do games against Vanderbilt, when I'd come in to do uh, the Predators when I was there for Nashville Cats games in years gone by. You know, that's what this is all about. It's about the people. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to the most, seeing seeing longtime friends. Eli, thank you so much. I know you're going to absolutely crush it uh, this season. We appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me on. All the best to you. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Eli Gold, legendary broadcaster, 35 years, he was the voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide. And like you mentioned, fans are going to miss his voice uh, every Saturday in Tuscaloosa and beyond. But how lucky is the Nashville market to have him calling Nashville Cats games? Let's go and send it to a break, our final break. Any calls or texts you got, you got one more segment to get in the show. 615-844-5600, WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but it'll help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navaj helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navaj to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navaj at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navaj.com. Navaj. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now 
Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Well, what a show it has been. Great guests, Bill King, Brad Powers, John Burton joining us from the NFL Combine, and then you just heard Eli Gold. How good was that? Uh, so good to hear Eli back on the airwaves, and I know <laughs> I didn't want to tell him on the air, but he is a whole lot better than me taking the high road, uh, uh, just you can read about it. Uh, not exactly. I'm not sure he was handled with the class he should have been with the, as much time he gave uh, that university, but that is not my fight to make, so that is as far as I will go with it. Before we get out of here, got a couple of phone calls first. R.D., R.D., thank you for calling. Good morning, Pat. I think today we listeners may be witnessing a possible future trend in radio where the stations save money and hire one person to host, <laughs> operate the control room, uh, answer the phone, make the coffee, and listen. At the end of the show, should they ask you, I want you to be assertive and refuse to clean up the restroom. Okay. Uh, well, the coffee is made for a yard, so if you want to come on over here to uh, Nolensville Road, the coffee is hot and ready. Well, you, you did one hell of a job today. <laughs> And, of course, I expected nothing less. Well, thank you, R.D. I appreciate that. We'll talk to you down the road. See you, pal. More calls here. Dane. Dane, I don't have your sounder. Uh, I'm failing as a producer, but uh, just too much going on here. Dana, Dane. <laughs> well, I, actually, that, that Almond Brothers buffer music wasn't too bad. But the, there you go. Yo. Listen, man, you uh, you did good on the show today, and you uh, – Going against, going up against somebody like Eli Gold, you uh, you acquitted yourself well as an interviewer. So, well, thank you. Uh, I'm going to uh, when I hang up here, I'm going to send uh, both Greg and Burton a text to that effect and tell them you did well. So, well, thank you, uh, so, Dane. Anyway, I, man, yeah. keep on keeping on. You 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 held it in the road today. 
appreciate it. That that that, that was the goal coming into it. <laughs> yeah, well, you did. Uh, you represented Donaldson well, yes. man. I'll put it to you like that. Uh, better than most out there on that end of town, I'll tell you that. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you, Dane. Uh, it's definitely a sense of rivalry. Yes. Shout out Donaldson. Shout out Donaldson Christian Academy. A proud alumni. Uh, of that for sure one more call and who else and who better to close it out than dr d dr d how's it going well unfortunately i am sick as a dog oh. like i was yelling at the Atlanta 500 race yesterday but yes man i i would love would have loved to talk to eli let me tell you there's there's voices yeah okay you got top three you got god you got morgan freeman and then you got eli go it's plain I agree. simple I, I mean, agree with simple, that's it. But anyway, uh, man, that was a hell of a race. I'm happy for Daniel Suarez. Oh, here goes my voice. Uh-oh. <clears throat> but uh, did you see the finish? Sure did. Well, he beat, my, beat my man Ryan Blaney out there. I mean, man, Crush what a race. It. God, anyway. Well, anyway, welcome aboard. Glad to have you. You're going to knock it out of the ballpark. And uh, God bless for letting me at least christen the show at the very end. Yes, thank you. Dr. D, I believe he is right. That is the first Dr. Detroit call of the new show, JB and the General. Well, how about that participation at the end? That's what we're talking about. That's true friends, true listeners right there. Dr. D, Dane, and RD all calling in last segment of the show. Well, everybody, it has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you chiming in on the text line, the phones, Rain Carthon and Bride Callahan. I say thank you to you as well because you helped me out uh, today. Been an absolute pleasure. No live programming after the McFarlands. You can hear them from two to four. Justin as Justin McFarland and Darren McFarland every Monday through Friday. You can hear their voices. Everybody, I appreciate you tuning in. We will talk to you tomorrow. John Burton will be back. This is the general saying so long. We'll talk to you later.